0: Hey everybody, it's Franny and Sophie. Yep, like Franny said, I'm here too. Yeah. We have some we have some exciting news, which is that this week on our Tee Public, you know, where you buy all of the amazing merch, not just T-shirts, but mugs. I know you guys love the Click. Publix. Uh, Publix. Uh, I know you guys love the Click Communist Manifesto mug. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I believe we have some tote bags and stickers on there. Uh, all of that is on sale this week,
1: thanks to our amazing friends at Tee Public. Hell yeah. It's on sale uh, Monday and Tuesday, 425 to 426. Um, and yeah, it, you know, you can get that shit on anything, right? Get it on a baby onesie. I don't care if you have a baby. You, if you want to buy one, come on. They're cute. If you're one of those freaky people who like has those
0: reborn dolls, you could like get a onesie <laughs> to put on your reborn doll.
1: What do you think the crossover of, of people? that we know that have that our listeners who have reborn dolls are.
0: If you're a listener who has a reborn doll, please contact me. Please, I'm sorry that Sophie me. just
1: called you freaky. I'm you know not it's born sorry. Born I'm trauma. not sorry. I
0: mean freaky in a good way. I'm literally the freakiest person alive. I want to like, know. Like freaky deaky? Yeah, freaky deaky. Like I mean, if you're one of those yeah, Kingy 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 people who has a reborn doll. Um, Yeah, so if you have a reborn doll that you want to slap a onesie on, if you have a real live baby, I know we have a contingent of listeners who have real live babies. And if you want to slap a onesie on that baby or if if you want to buy like just like a totally normal piece of merch for yourself in a non kinky freaky way at all, yeah, do it. Or in a kinky freaky way, we we Basically, consent. We
1: consent. You can involve yes. us.
0: What we're trying to say is that everything
1: is on sale Monday and Tuesday, and you and just enter with in our code. Yeah, with our code, enter in girls thirty at checkout. The link is is in our show notes today. It's plastered all over social media. You can't miss it. Girls thirty at checkout for thirty percent off all day. Tomorrow, or um, all day today, Monday, the 25th, and tomorrow, Tuesday, the 26th. The 25th,
0: the 26th, the code is GIRLS30, G-I-R-L-S-30.
1: In case you're one of those freaks who can't spell.
0: <laughs> in case you're <laughs> one of those freaks who can't spell. Everything on sale, GIRLS30, Monday and Tuesday, do it up. Go get it. Woo! i get cherries in my spiral.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girls Like Us. We are the show that asks the question, what does a degree in literature get you? With the answer, a podcast about children's books. My co-host, Sophie, is looking ravishing today. She has some little pippy-long stocking braids going on. Yeah. Sophie, how are you doing?
0: Well, you know, Franny, you know exactly how I'm doing because <laughs> um, today it's it's the podcast about books for children, and it's also called the podcast about um before we even start recording, I talked to Franny uh, for an hour about my problems. Um, so I'm doing hey, better. now That's that what we a friendship is. That's y'all. true. You talk um, for an hour
1: and then you start. You click that little record button, baby.
0: Yeah, and then you and then you start your you start your podcast. Um, I uh, have a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Our listeners uh, don't know this unless they follow you on Instagram. But today mm-hmm. you accomplished a massive physical feat. And that mm-hmm. is that you ran a 5K in 38 minutes. Um, yeah, oh like, yeah!
1: I thought you were going to make make the joke, which is that that I won. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't mince words here. I, I yeah. you know, Franny didn't win. But- I did not win. I was, you know, in the bottom 25th percentile. But hey, you know what? 5K, honey, it's it's hard, and I'm glad I did it. I'm training for a. "Quote unquote training is very loose word, but for a 10k in June, my brother is a big runner, so I'm trying to catch up with him. For me, that was kind of like, well, the 10k. Are you doing the 10k with Clark? Yeah, yeah, he's he's coming. It's a Pride 10k. It's a Chicago 10k. So, um, you could come up do it too if you want. Um, I will not be doing that. (laughs) I can't. I think I
0: would like. I've kind of given, given up on running. There was a period that I was I was doing a lot of running. And like I told Franny, mm-hmm. when there was, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, during like deep lockdown, when I had nothing else to do but run and like cross train, um, yeah. I did get down one day, literally one day, I ran four miles at uh, like eight and a half to nine minutes a mile. And I literally, since then, I said,
1: I'm done. And... Uh, now I just be, that's doing essentially my, the fastest you can be right. Eight and a half minutes, like four miles, eight and a half minutes. Like I, no one else has done better than I that. I personally
0: can be like, yeah. I know that like, there's a, like, I know that I am just not a fast person. I was not made to be fast. Yeah, I was made same. to like guard, guard the camp while all the fast <laughs> people, like I was used to, I was made to use my giant ass to like shield, shield the children back at camp while all the fast people like ran out and like, you know, like fought for our freedom or whatever. Um, yeah. But uh I am okay with that. And uh, as yeah. you guys know, I have I've rebranded uh, my daily walk into the the ugly, ugly cunt, cunt stomp. Yeah. Um
1: let us know if you want ugly cunt stomp merch.
0: Yeah, we've thought we'll about ugly that. cunt stomp we've thought about merch. It. But I just I, you know, I I'm on the high end of vulgar person and I I don't know if I would wear a t shirt.
1: With that anything that suggested
0: Canton, I don't
1: I know mean, if I, could. I might wear one with an asterisk. I might, I might do C asterisk asterisk T. Yeah,
0: I just feel like that's a certain like. If I were to wear that in in Columbus, I think that maybe I would get like sent to jail or something. Yeah, um, which is fine because in a lot of ways, living in Columbus is like being in jail. So mm-hmm. um, it's the
1: fortress that we're protecting.
0: Exactly, with my with we're my the bitches giant they like ass. gave
1: corn to, and they they were like, okay, stay here. <laughs> <laughs> they kept us slow and docile,
0: yeah, for many purpose. reasons. Well, because yeah. because back in the day, I was like the I would have been like the hot like concubine, yeah. Jack, you know what I mean? Like a bunch we of we like, would have
1: been the laughing Yeah,
0: no, no, the, we would be on the high end of that. We'd be on like the. Like the, yeah, the class and never having to work uh, type situation. Uh, I want to talk about something, which is that... Wait, can I say my complaint about the 5K first? Yeah, please.
1: Uh, I was telling Sophie this. I think if you're a good runner, honey, a 5K is not for you. Mm-hmm. A 5K is for those of us who, you know, on a really good day, have a 10-minute mile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's If you can run a six-minute mile, honey... Go, go to a marathon. That's what I have to say. Yeah, go to a marathon. You know, it like, makes I, the rest of us look bad. I'm like, if you're if you're like literally like the flash, yeah. Why why do you need to be in a 5k? You know I you don't can know. do 1 million K. I can only do 5K, you know? Right. That's what I don't understand because it's like,
0: like there's somebody that I uh am friends with at school who is mm-hmm. a very, very fast runner and mm-hmm. um you know, on a on any given day, like it'll be a Wednesday after school when, like, literally, I come home and all I can stand to do is dip potato chips in cottage cheese, oh, and like yum. he will go for like an eight mile run, and an eight mile run will take him like an hour. It's like, yeah.
1: why? Like, a five k for you is literally just a warm up, so it's like, why? Why do it? Right? Yeah, you don't like immediately have to take a, a two hour nap after you after you run. Right, you don't have have to carbo load
0: beforehand. And no
1: offense, but it's like you do have to like wake up early to do it. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people running with their kids, uh, which is which is sweet. But um, I'm like, maybe that's like they're like my stupid kid is waking up at five a.m. We're gonna make them. We're gonna punish them for doing it. Yeah, I don't get. It's like, what is your like? Like, there are people running. Well, there are people running with baby strollers. I mean, it it was like. I mean, there were like there were like like you know nine and up like but no there was no like four-year-old running but it was a lot of people like pushing their baby strollers i'm like i'd be afraid of wheelbarrowing that shit over do you know what i mean like what if I you know, trip? yeah that's this is a nightmare baby run also stolen
0: valor for the baby right exactly it's like oh the baby's gonna get a medal now yeah i bet like, fuck that baby <laughs>
1: yeah that baby that's can't that wear baby. a onesie
0: yeah no exactly not one of our onesies <laughs> Uh, do not mm-hmm. slap one of our onesies on a uh, on a on a wheelbarrow, baby. Um, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I, th- this is stupid, but I just uh, I read a and I but I feel like you know it's something kind of that we mm-hmm. talk about a lot. Where I, there was an article that came out in the Wall Street Journal like yesterday about like basically like. It was a profile of some like child who like got like a fifteen fifty on her AC or her SAT, mm-hmm. which I guess is a good score. I never took the SAT. I don't know what the score range is. But I think uh, sixteen is the top. Yeah. And and I or think twenty-four
1: 15- if it's with writing or whatever. I don't know.
0: Sure. But I think a fifteen fifty is like something like 99th percentile, like something yeah. crazy like that. Um, but it was like she basically was like, oh, like. I didn't get into any of the Ivy Leagues, and the thesis statement of the article was like, "If this could, because I am white, that was not said outright, but that was essentially the thesis statement of the article. Like it was like, if this could happen to her, it could happen to your children too. And I guess I just made me laugh. This prospect that people like, they have a fear that they have a fear that their child won't get into an Ivy League school. Like that's like a like that is somehow being honored as like a
1: as like a. Uh, a relevant anxiety. To me, like, that t- kind of reads as, like, like an anti-affirmative action thing. Oh, absolutely. They're like, well, they're like, well, then, the underlying question is, like, well, then, who took my spot? But the thing is, like, literally, like, if you are a white person and your parents have a lot of money, you should do well on the SAT or ACT because if they're paying for you to get prep, like, it's just, it's that. It's literally right. just, it's no measure of smarts or anything, obviously. Like, we know this, but... That is that's really funny to me. They're like the worst thing possible is if my child, if I don't have to pay tuition to Princeton University, that is the worst thing in the world. I'm like, right? That was what was making
0: me laugh about it. Where, and especially too, like we talked about this when we talked about the college admissions scandal. But like, we are really in an era where like public, like getting a a public education from a, a large state university is like so incredibly like on par with the kind mm-hmm. of education that you're getting at a private university. I mean, honey,
1: you're talking to someone who went to the public ivy of Ohio. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 but uh, my, chi- my child got a 29 on their ACT and they didn't get into Ohio State University. This right. could happen to you. This is what my parents wrote <laughs> Probably. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a picture of you. My which child is did moderately crossed. okay on the ACT one time. Right. That's,
0: that's good on the ACT.
1: Um, well, it went down. I think, I think I got a 30 and it went down, but again, I did not, I did not really like, it's, that just like worked for my brain. And there are people who like tests are like, just not the way to measure that shit at all. I Like yeah, there's it's just, it's like fake. It's yeah, like literally is fake.
0: 100% fake. And yeah. it's frustrating but I guess uh, you're so right when you say that it is about like the affirmative action context because uh, people really and like people who like frame themselves within their own like ideological ideology about themselves like truly like who like think basically what I'm trying to say people who think that they are progressive in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. like still truly hate affirmative action like that That is still like people really like one of the big hurdles to like us, like as a society, finally maybe like beating at least like a modicum of individualism. Mm -hmm. Is um, like people really fucking hate the idea that like they could work hard and things could still not go perfectly according to plan, and people love to blame. uh, I mean, that type of person isn't isn't used to it,
1: that person is not trying, is like. They are not used to, to trying, you know, like, like the whole thing, like, is like, if you are, if you're like a person of color, it's like, you do have to work harder than everyone else to like show the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just a type of person who's, who's not used to it. And again, it's funny. I mean, we've talked about this on past Gossip Girl episodes, but like literally like even getting to like go to like, you know, a, a two year college right like it's just like it it's it's not I don't think it necessarily even says anything about about your your smarts in the way but it's just like it's 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 just if you if it's a good opportunity and it it fits well like that's that's great like it can it can offer you a lot of just gifts in terms of like how you think about things right but I mean I don't know maybe we're not the right people to talk to because we went to like we majored in humanities at at liberal arts colleges but maybe maybe like a neuroscience would think differently but then again like yeah, I, I say you should only be able to get into Princeton if you can, like, tell me a new thing about science. And I can't yeah. do that. I'm not getting into Princeton, but these kids better get cracking.
0: Right, I know. It's like, go ahead. Like, tell me yeah. something I haven't heard before. And I've heard everything about science. Yeah, I feel we, like it's important to no. say. We know a yeah. lot about science, and um, there are certain things that definitely uh, we understand about that that other people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just, like, it's freaky to see in such a mainstream media way. Like, okay. I, I have often said this, like, if you are, like, if somebody's, like, I want to, if you're, like, a normal person who's not, like, you know, like, Barbara Streisand or, like, Miles Teller, um, you know, like, and somebody comes up to you and is, like, I want to write a newspaper profile about you, say no. Like, it's, like, <laughs> if you are not, like, you know, Franny and I, obviously, obviously, like, we are not, we are, it is not unoften that we're in the media talking about the podcast, but it's like, I would like it to be more often. I, I don't necessarily agree, but you know, sometimes from time to time we'll do, you know, certain like media things for uh the podcast. And it's like, we do it because we're like talking about the podcast, our camp, our camp, our team (laughs) gets us set up with somebody to talk about the podcast. And it's like, Okay, like, we go in, we have a clear objective, we're talking about the podcast, or we're talking about subjects that, like, we talk about yeah. the podcast that, like, forever for whatever reason this person, like, has mm-hmm. questions about. Um, And, you know, we are, I guess, like, maybe experts in the field at this point mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, specific things about, like, we're the scholars. things that we talk about on the podcast. I'm, like, so <laughs> inarticulate today. I, like, I can't handle it. But, um. If you're just like a normal person and somebody is like, let's like see the world from your point of view, like literally run. Because like right. they're gonna first of all, it's like the same thing when that poor, poor girl, somebody goaded her into writing like the op-ed. Yes, the op-ed of yeah. being like, I go to University of Virginia and I'm I am discriminated against for like being a crypto feminist, essentially.
1: Like, yeah. If, For being annoying in class. Exactly. I think what, yeah. And it was like you're not being discriminated against. You're just being really annoying. Yeah. And like, hey, people just like don't want to be your I've friend. Been which that, is I've insane. been that person. I so, am that person yeah. at law
0: school. People don't want to be my people actively don't want to be my friend because I am actively annoying in class. But do you yeah, see that's me okay. writing an op-ed about it? No, because I can get boned whenever I want. Right. Um, but it's like if, if ever like like a reporter and a photographer come up to you and they're like, "Let's get your side of the story and let's take your picture." Like literally, don't do it. I don't know. I how think many literally times. the key phrase
1: there is your side of the story. Yes, because your if side you're of the story not subjects like I said, that we think is
0: incorrect. <laughs> right. It like I said, like if you're not like Barbara Streisand or Miles Teller or somewhere on the spectrum between those two, why?
1: Why are you? Why are you like? Like I I thought you were gonna say like if you're not if that I thought you were gonna like say something about like Juilliard. No, I mean like
0: so like I was like literally this is how broken my brain is that those are the The two biggest celebrities Miles Teller pop off my head. It's because one, it's Barbara's birthday today, and I have a Barbara calendar on my wall right in front of me. Oh my god! And two, celebrity profiles always make me think of the cringiest celebrity profile of all time, Mm -hmm. which was one written about Miles Teller like, six years ago that is somehow, like, imbued so deep into my brain that every time I talk about a celebrity appearing in the media, all I can think about is how bad this Miles Teller profile was because he keeps referring to Joaquin Phoenix as Walk. And it's so funny <laughs> that he is, like, on, like, a weird nickname basis with Joaquin Phoenix
1: who, like, you know, is, like, one of the craziest people alive. Do you ever think of, like, because, like, the celebrity profiles that I think I most often re- read were, like, the very short form 17. Like, I'm I'm not into the the um the exposition of like you know Doja cat sat down in her midtown apartment wearing a Gucci whatever like like I I really like when it's just straight up questions and answers like how can you tell if a boy likes you etc yeah. etc I always remember one in 17 that I read that was Justin Bieber saying that he always washed behind his ears before wife oh stayed because his mom told him to and he never forgets to wash behind his ears wow that's kind of that's kind of fun.
0: I see to me, I like a a revealing profile, but it has to be
1: you're more of a celeb girl than I am.
0: I love celebrities, and I like a profile that is like like I spent you know two weeks going to set with this person and hang out like it has to be like deeply reported because you can get yeah. some good stuff that way that kind of like gives us insight into you know, whatever art form it is the celebrity is engaged with um, and things like that. I just don't like, I really think that especially with like social media and everything, like people now have this illness of being like, you know, it actually is important that I, I share my side of the story. Yeah. And it's really like, I want to assure everybody that unless it is like you reporting your side of the story- if somebody comes to you and asks for your side of the story, it is almost never in good faith. Like, I just can't, like, it's like, yeah, you are going, you don't want, never. you should never be the face of something. Like, no one ever wants to be the face of like, oh, like, my school is too woke and that's why no one wants to eat lunch with me. Or, I am such a nerd, but I still couldn't get into, like, five Ivy League schools. Like, you don't want to be the face of that. Because guess what? Like, all I can think about is this poor girl's parents somehow, like, let her get connected with this reporter. Right. And When it's a teen, it's like— It's sad because she's going to go yeah. to school. And, like, if you, if you Google her, that's what's going to come up. And it's so embarrassing. Like, how—like, and people should protect you from being embarrassed like that. I just don't,
1: like— I don't know. Do you like okay? That said, if thing. anyone wants to get our side of the story, well, it's about different. The you know, because we're
0: celebrities.
1: Yeah, because we're yeah, we're super celebrities. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the jar, do you know what Tinks is? No, is it like the pants store?
0: No, she's also like some kind of TikToker. She's what? Well, you did phrase that. Tiny. What
1: Tinks is? I
0: know because I think it's her name's not Tinks. Tinks is like what show her or, account is called. Yeah. Um. But she does, like, a thing. Like, she—I think her name's, like, Christina or something. Mm -hmm. She has a thing where she holds, like, a tiny microphone and talks into it. But she got canceled this week because she, Uh like— Her whole thing is
1: being, like— The microphone was actually big, and she was was just using forced perspective to make it look smaller.
0: (laughs) She was, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, people found, like, her Twitter. And this is literally, like, two years ago. She was, like, retweeting all this shit that basically was, like, (laughs) saying, like— Xenophobic things about like maybe the virus being manufactured by China. Uh well, that's not good. Yeah, really, that's not, not good. a cool girl thing to do. I know. It's just like it's so, so she, she better, better not deeper, give her side
1: of the story. But, but what I wanted to
0: say was that yeah, she better not give her side of the story. Uh, but what I wanted to say was that I saw it because I like the jar commented on somebody else's TikToks being like, I'm so disappointed, and I'm like disappointed in what, like. This girl who holds
1: a tiny microphone being, like, <laughs> being like a freaky racist conspiracy theorist? Like, this Wait, like a the TikToker? Su- a TikToker made made public, um you know, insert blank statements they didn't think about? That's yeah. crazy. I just, Someone who spends all of their day on TikTok did that? That's wild. Wow. I get—it's just, like, these things—and I think that's maybe
0: too, like, obviously, you know, as I previously mentioned, I spent an hour, like— Mm-hmm. Uh, dumping a bunch of trauma dumping on you before we started recording. Yeah, and, and
1: like, don't worry, I'll be sending you a very long text about it later, yeah. so <laughs> you'll be and, billed for my <laughs> services.
0: Yeah, Um. but um, I, like, I literally think that part of my mental illness right now that I currently have is like, I'm back on TikTok brain and I have to get off of it because I'm doing yeah. the thing where I'm picking a random like, 19-year-old to hate every single day and, like, hate deeply. And I was, I, this is how fucked up it is that I was hate-scrolling, like, a girl that I usually hate scroll. And she posted a TikTok about, like, why are people hating on me? I'm literally a teenager. Like, you people are losers. And, and I was like, oh, like my oh, my God. God. It's
1: me. It's yeah, me. for me, it's, like, I I just can become, like, deeply, like, fascinated with people's psyche in a way that I I, like, like, they can, like, anger me and then I have to, like, be, like, I, like, I don't know anything about them and, like, you know, whatever. They might have a reason to be angry about this, blah, blah, blah. Ha- but it's not good for my brain. And, honey, no. I've kind of gone back to YouTube Reels. Because on YouTube Reels, all you get is, is, like, POV videos. Like, what if the government released your amount of kisses today? Yes. Yeah. Or what if the government released your amount of puffs that you yeah. have? Or you get, like... I don't know, like, you get the, like, same video, like, every five videos, yes. like, it's like, an like, animatic of a man, like, opening a zipper in the cement and, like, going into fish water. <laughs> or
0: you get what I got the other day. Um, and if
1: you watch one Kardashian's video, you're only yes, getting Kardashian's you're only videos. you're only getting
0: Kardashian's videos. Like, I'm, I'm all Kardashian's videos, even though I do not engage with any Kardashian no. media. Um, it, and I got one the other day that was just a recap of the film Sully about, you know, the miracle <laughs> on the Hudson, wherein they ke- it was, like, clearly AI-generated, and they kept calling him Sally. <laughs> it was really, really making me laugh, because everybody in the comments were like, you're so fucking stupid.
1: it's Sally it's
0: Sally not and it's like they're literally talking to a robot it
1: made me laugh so much (laughs) that's certainly some content farm that's just like spewing it out and just like taking the Wikipedia so speaking of Ivy Leagues um let's talk about about our Gossip Girl book this week which honey I liked it well, because what of what happened at the end. But I liked it before that. I liked it before that because this was a juicy gossip girl. We got some plot some plot points. Yes, had we seen them before, yes. But I there was some like fun like fashion stuff in this in this book. I liked when they yeah. were talking about like everyone like choosing their graduation dresses. Um there were a lot of screenshots that I was able to take of of homophobic homophobic Words Definitely um, lots of homophobic words. Which always, you know, keeps my my interest in a Gossip Girl book. There are also, like, a lot of very weird moments where it brought out insecurities in me because they would talk about just other girls in the school and they would be like, she has weirdly fat ears or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, her hair is, you know, looks stringier than what, like, whatever. Like, there were a lot of things to engage with and I found this to be a pulpier more, more reminiscent of the first than the last string of books where it's like everyone's, will they get into college or won't they? Which is like, I don't care. I don't them. care. Right. Uh, I'm glad. I guess I'm just overall like
0: so disenchanted with these books. And specifically, mm-hmm. I, I I am so sick of the characters. Yeah. Um, they did do one of our favorite things uh, that a book can do, which is they did go Hollywood, uh, mm-hmm. even though they didn't physically go to Hollywood. But they um, will, I think, in the next book. I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Uh, they'll like skip over it. They, they'll they be like, and then they shot the movie and <laughs> it's over. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to get my hopes up, but, uh, you know, Blair and Serena both auditioned for like a breakfast at Tiffany's remake. Um, and of course breakfast Serena. Breakfast at Fred's. Yeah. But, which I guess is the cafe inside Barney's, rest in peace Barney's. Yeah. Which that was,
1: that plot point was just thrown at us. Willy right.
0: but that's how this always fucking is. Like that's yeah. how. That's why I dislike these books so much. Um, yeah, I mean, why don't we? I mean, because you seem to have a lot that you want to talk about. Why don't you kind of get us kicked off? Because I sure. just I I will engage, but I I'm having a really hard time. Like I read these books, and I just have like total attention deficit. Like I just don't like it. You know, they are so as soon as I, if. Like I see Dan and Vanessa, and I just go, Oh my God, I'm I like yeah. need to go clean my entire kitchen. Like these and people are
1: so boring to me. And we'll get that out of the way first, because they really are the most boring. But um, you know, uh, I, I was telling Meg that I was upset that this book wasn't on audiobook because I was like, I could have listened to it during the 5K and it would have been incentive to finish faster <laughs> if I, <knew laughs> I could press pause on it. Right. Um, but Dan and Vanessa um, Vanessa at the end of the last book started dating Aaron, who is Blair's, um, stepbrother. And Dan has just kind of realized he's wildly in love with Vanessa. Um, and he also has decided at the beginning of the book, he's like, I'm actually not going to go to college. I want to like stay here with her because he, Vanessa is hooking up with both of them. So she's cheating on Aaron with Dan, which, you know, relationships in this book, I'm like, so what you've been dating Aaron for one week. I don't, I don't quite know if that counts as cheating at that point. Right. And I'm like, whatever. They're, that relationship was on a time bomb anyway because they're I, going to different schools. So. Yeah, I opened this book
0: and I was like, oh, that wasn't just like a throwaway a at the thing. end of last book. Yeah, yeah. like there, it was like now they're, I, I had to—I literally went and read Who's the Aaron? end of last book again. Yeah, because yeah. I was like— did this happen between books? Did this happen at the end of last book? Like I was so confused. Yeah. Uh, don't care, don't care, don't care, Mm-mm. don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care.
1: No. And so, you know, they're they're hooking up. Um, Vanessa and Blair are like, you know, they're roommates, and then they are friends. So they had found this like they gained access to the roof of their building, which seems to be like maybe like a like a three-flat. Like it does not seem to be like a walk-up. It doesn't seem to be a high-rise. And on the top of it, Vanessa has set up a futon um, that she has uh, day, broad daylight, loud sex with Dan on. And it's referenced multiple times that people are, like, literally, like, standing on the road, like, looking up. Yeah. And that quote-unquote quote, neighbors are readying their telescopes, which I did think was very funny. It was
0: funny, yeah. I
1: And Aaron, like, does not notice, like, uh, the the loud, like, moans, like, you know— emanating from above like he's just walking in with like him and Vanessa's food
0: right which you know does kind of sound like something that could only happen in high school yeah uh like just all of a sudden birds are
1: crazy today let's fuck on the roof um yeah I mean I think like outdoor sex in general like that does seem very high school to me because you then as an adult once you've had sex you're like there are so many ways in which this, this horrible things could get inside my body or just, like, I don't know, like, I always have nightmares
0: where, like, all of a sudden, like, like I'm having sex and then all of a sudden I realize I'm in public. And, like, you know, my entire family is watching me.
1: Yeah. Let's, like, assume that you're on, like, some private area and you're just outdoors. It's It's hot. just, like, yeah, yeah, it's, like,
0: why at that point? Like, that's always right. the thing is, like, anytime, like, there is a, there's a reason why people always have sex in a bed because there's space and it's comfortable.
1: Exactly, like, I and can't you can be control cold. the temperature.
0: Exactly, I can't be cold. I, I cannot be cold. I have to be undercovers. Like, I just, I have to feel as cozy as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be, like, a little baby. Like, I just don't, like, the whole point of having sex is to fucking relax for once in your entire life. And right. I cannot be relaxed while engaging in sex outdoors.
1: Like, Or if you're just, worried, like, beach sex, which I think is, you know, there's, for heaven's sake, there's even a cocktail named after it, honey. Yeah, it's famous. I, I, they're I, writing no in one,
0: about the newspaper. They're writing in the yeah. newspaper about it, and it's and that is an appropriate. They're profiling thing to write sex in the on the beach. They're like, yeah. can
1: we please get your side of the story on, you know, why people might be afraid of of getting sand in their urethra? And they're like, yes,
0: like that's a side of the story that is not embarrassing. Like that right. on, the, on the spectrum between like. Uh, that annoying girl from University of Virginia and Miles Teller and Barbara Streisand. It's like mm-hmm. Miles Teller's holding the sex on the beach in his hand. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Did they ever, I'm trying to think, in the Hamptons episode, Charlotte just got crabs from a guy, right? She wasn't getting crabs from- The beach. Them in the sand. No, I don't think so. I don't That's think That's a the good string of episodes. In the sand. Any, any HBO Hamptons episode, good. They yes. haven't gone there with secession yet. Have they not? I'm pretty sure maybe. I don't know if they've gone to. I think they've been on Boat, but I not on the I remember
0: at the beginning when they they go play baseball in the first episode. Is that not in the Hamptons?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's just like. Maybe it is. I don't know. It was let's not talk, talk about this. When, this let's not talk about it. Hey, I, another TikTok brain is I did shut it off last night because I saw someone who was a Shiv stan. And they were like, oh, when Tom betrayed Shiv. Like, that was the worst. And I was like, oh. It's funny because <laughs> That's an interesting that, way to read that relationship. But. The things
0: that make you mad are, like, the— uh, Like, to me, like, it's so much—
1: No, I things, just, other things do make me mad, but I'm not willing to, <laughs> willing to talk about them. I was going to say, like,
0: all of mine are, like, so deeply shameful that I yeah. can not possibly— Like, I am obsessed right now with hating this girl who, like, is, like— I guess she's, like, a partner with, like, Sheehan— yeah. Um, and she, she, she and she, <laughs> I think I'm so funny. They got to get my side of the story on this one. The she and she. She um, got f- fired from her student teaching gig for, like, wearing leather pants to school uh-huh. uh, to, like, teach, like, kindergartners and um, now, like, she's, like, I'm going to make it as an influencer. Like, this yeah. is God opening a window. And I just, like, I need to watch it burn down. And I'm, like, that's, like, that's literally how bad of a person I am.
1: Now, I don't, I don't personally, I'm, like, I don't care what you wear to teach kindergarten. But I'm assuming these are from their, from Sheehan. I'm hoping they're fake leather pants. Oh, certainly. But I'm, like, if you're wearing real leather pants to kindergarten, I, you, you, you. Have too much money, you should yeah, not be we're teaching in a kindergarten. Tax yeah, exactly. Like um, why are no. you in this job? Um, but
0: yeah, this is all to say. This is all to say that um they have sex outdoors, and mm-hmm. uh then it's kind of like a thing where like Vanessa cheated on Aaron, which like I'm gonna say it again. I don't care because I don't I don't think it's possible to cheat on somebody while you're a teenager. Like it just doesn't like that
1: is like. I mean like obviously it is, well, it is but it's but like in this specific it's, not it's like devastating. this happened in one week and they're at the end of their like that's the thing and in these books it never seems like anyone has a discussion about like are we exclusive or whatever no. it's just things are assumed so yeah but um and Vanessa she's like oh I'm kind of enjoying you know fucking fucking both of them and um but then Aaron at the end is like yeah well I kind of knew um I'm going to go on a road trip with my dog and then go to Harvard so I'm like good for you Aaron yeah, and Dan's get gonna the fuck stay. out of these boats, yeah. dude. Save Dan, yourself. Yeah, bye. Dan's gonna stay um, this uh, this summer with with Vanessa, um, you know, in in New York. So we get some summer new. Oh, and is Vanessa gonna work on that film? Is she gonna work on Breakfast at Fred's? Are you asking my? Person, I'm asking you. Or do I, you I think you they're supposed to-, to. Yeah, I th- I think we're was that information presented to us in the book
0: well doesn't she she tries to track the guy down right yeah because this this guy had already been talking to her about working on this film and so i can't remember like she was supposed to but now she's not going to right she like i was like way earlier he had wanted her
1: to work on something else yeah, she, she. I think it's to be assumed that she will work on this film. She's going to be, just, like, a PA or something. She's probably going to get to be assistant director. The way I these will be damn books so honest.
0: Whenever they say Vanessa, like, truly my eyes glaze over, and I, like, it's, like, page flipping. So I saw that she was like, I'm going to contact Ken Mogul, and I said, whatever happens, happens, and it's none of my business.
1: But we did get an amazing kind of good news, bad news moment for us, which um, is Jenny's storyline is she's going to boarding school. So yeah. we get a lot of boarding school interviews. One of this which whole
0: book was like a backdoor pilot. It literally for fucking was Jenny going to boarding school. Like literally the whole all of the other dramas happening, it's like, and then Jenny goes in towards this boarding school. And then you'll never guess. She goes in towards that boarding school. And she meets
1: Henry, Henry Bass, who's Chuck's yeah. cousin. And they like do acid or ecstasy or something. They do ecstasy and then she like takes her top off, and the the headmaster is like, let's forget about this, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but and then so yeah I I didn't even realize this was happening but I guess it makes sense because she's the only one who wouldn't be graduating but then at the end of the book we get something that says Jenny's leaving this book series and she will be appearing in the it girl which I did not realize that that was related explicitly to gossip girl yeah like I did not realize that was a direct spinoff and I'm like Jenny's the it girl haven't you just spent like all these books telling us like how much like of a loser she is
0: Maybe I, the I, It Girl will be
1: about someone else. Like, you know,
0: the, the It Girl is about Jenny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But she's sure. not like, she's
1: like, not, it's not like a Sky Hamilton situation where she's like one of.
0: No, like Jenny is the eponymous It Girl. Mm. I just, I don't know. I hate these books so much. And also, I'm, I am, um, I'm um a little freaked out because this is the last one before they start to be ghostwritten. So they're obviously <sighs> about to get worse or better. and And I really feel like it's going to be worse. Um, yeah.
1: And I it's just, hard to find a lot of, there was an event that happens at the end of this book that I was trying to find supplementary info on, um, that I couldn't, which makes me feel like maybe not a lot of people have, people might've dropped off after this book.
0: Yeah. Um, yes. Same. Yeah. I, I just really think that this was kind of, this book might've even been meant to like the reason why it's all Jenny backdoor pilot is like,
1: so she could go and work on
0: that. And so and so it's like maybe if it had to be, this could be the end of the series. Yeah. Like for it sure. feels finale-ish in a lot of ways. Um But yeah, so Dan is like, I'm not gonna go to Evergreen anymore. I'm just gonna like
1: chill. Which is that a real college? Yes, it is. Okay, I didn't know.
0: Evergreen is like like was um sort of the birthplace a lot of a lot of like the Pacific Northwest punk scene. Mm. Um, like a lot of like riot girl stems from activities that happened at evergreen in the early 90s. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a real place. um but Dan is not gonna go there., uh, but he does like give the speech at graduation mm-hmm. and, and he's like,
1: he's like, don't go to college.
0: He's That's like crazy.
1: Because the speeches are not given by valedictorian. Go to college to get more knowledge. What? I don't. I don't know. They, neither. He's not the valedictorian. No. Blair isn't the valedictorian for her school. They just did your valedictorian
0: on- give a speech? Yeah. Oh, at our school was um, like, the English teachers decided. Like, you, everybody had oh. to write a speech. It was an assignment. It was a graduation requirement. Everybody had to write a speech. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I would and just screw deliver that it. Yeah. And then you had to—and it was like a—oh, this was so stupid. I think about this all the time. You had to write a speech. You had to memorize it mm-hmm. and deliver it. You could not go up with notes. You had that's to memorize why. it. Because I think it was like they were like, it's too easy. Like, they were like, there has to be an element of it that's hard, which I'm like, yeah. it's so stupid. My whole—like, there were so many dumb—like, my high school was so fucking stupid now. And yeah. all of the requirements we did were fucking dumb and, and pointless. And, and it ultimately only made me worse as a person. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we had to, and it had to be like a theme somehow. And like,
1: <laughs> what was really my, fun, my <laughs> theme is Kings Island. Life is a little bit no, like Kings Island, Island did right? Did that? Oh someone my god! Did, that. did they compare did it to that. the end of Adventure Express? They were like, you think that it's going to—you're going to get another fall, but honey, sometimes it just keeps going up. Yeah, no. Literally, it was like there definitely
0: was Adventure Express. Somebody was like, from the top of the Eiffel Tower, you oh can God. see everything. <laughs> Franny, someone literally did that.
1: Oh, my um, God. Obviously from the top like a, of the beast.
0: A, yes. Obviously, it was like a crazy theater kid that did that, um, and I stand with her. And that girl was me, and this is my side of the story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but— I'm trying to think of, like, it was really fun because, like, the people who, like, the people who, like, were just, like, so deeply, like, deeply basic and, like, you know, girls I I didn't like. It was very fun to see, like, what they came up to when tasked with, like, some kind of, like, creative writing assignment.
1: Yeah. Um, At my school, I think it was—it was either the valedictorian or the salutorian that gave a speech, but one of the torians. One of the one of their family. But there's also the the weird graduation thing we had was they would pick like 10 junior girls to like be in white, wear white and just like stand at the front. And I think they helped with something. I forget what they're like. They were like not ushers like they were like flower girls for it. Can you, you can imagine, and that was that was based on a teacher nomination basis. If you can imagine, I was not one of those girls. But isn't that's, that weird for like that's a public so school weird. too? For, and it was and only it was girls, girls only. Girls only. Hey, if we have any uh, Walnut listeners on here, and you were one of these, or you remember more about them, shoot us some details because thinking back at that now, because it was like, oh, it's an honor, and it's just like, just make them be regular ushers, like co-ed. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't yeah, need to just. It's, That's yeah. gross. Like, there's I think something they they, oh, they, hold, they held, like, a train of flowers, basically. Like, a rope or something. Why?
0: Like, this is so disgusting. Like, it, why? High schools are allowed to do so much traumatizing shit to people. I know. And, like, there is, like, like, certain shit that, like, happened like that. Like, quote-unquote traditions in my high school that I think back on. But and it's I'm, just like, why, well, I
1: wasn't one of those girls, so I guess my life. I guess I'm the ugliest, dumbest bitch alive. Literally. Yeah,
0: like there was so much like that. Like I just don't, it's like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with people? I don't get it. It's like, how can you like Honey? That's what
1: that's what I liked about the list, that the book that we read last week, because yeah. I feel like it really revealed a lot of the like fucked up ways in which like um what values are actually appreciated by school. Yeah. Like what how adults perpetrate values.
0: Yes, and the way specifically that it speaks to like how young women are treated within within school settings, especially in a high school,
1: right? Um, and and obviously, like rebellion or outside of the box thinking is not um, no, and, not, and that's I'm not saying what I was, but like that's not like valued at all. Like the whole point of a lot of those traditions is to uphold the status quo,
0: right? Exactly. And yeah. No, everything about everything about high school, especially through the context of, like, womenhood is about induction into, like, being a docile wife and mother. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's, you know, obviously a lot of it is, like, subconscious, but it's, like, like, I don't know. We had so much talk about, like, manners and, like, collegiality and shit like that at my school and just, like, yeah. ways that we're, like, totally— And, like, I get it. I'm fucking annoying and I, I crave attention and I'm so fucking stupid and crazy, but, like, the ways that like I I don't know, like I just feel like I my a lot of my shame about just like who I am as a person absolutely stems from high school and people yeah. being like, you know, like if like if you could be quiet, like then you will be valued.
1: Right. And I imagine at an all-girls school that's like taken to a whole nother level. Which is
0: stupid. Like it's yeah. so it's so dumb. Like any idea of like instilling like tradition and stuff in young women is ultimately going to lead into like some sort of weird sort of weird like panopticism. because there is no like there is no legacy of tradition that women can be involved in that isn't like go home and like cook for your husband Wife it up, yeah Right, go home and wife it up you dumb slut Whip
1: those things out
0: Yeah Uh, wipe it up Wife it up Uh, (laughs) And let's hear your side of the story for once Um, Okay, let's talk about
1: Blair Okay, so Blair in this book her and Nate broke up after she caught Serena and Nate cheating. I have to say I actually mm-hmm. really did like what was
0: happening with Serena and Nate here, mm-hmm. which is that they felt like they had to be like we're in love because of the way they fucked up the relationship between Yeah, I Blair liked it too. and uh Nate, I thought that was I thought that was very realistic for them to be like, we don't actually want to really be together, but like we right. have to be like, we're in love to make it worth it for the fact that they like broke up.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's showing in their, in their way that they still care about Blair because the thing, this love triangle is like so intense and there are so many feelings going in all directions. We mm-hmm. we learned in this book or that has been hinted at before. Um, So Blair is nominated as class speaker for her um, graduation. And, Uh, A lot of this book is kind of her figuring out, like, okay, like, what's my life going to look like now that Nate's not here? Now, she ends up staying, like, she doesn't want to live with Vanessa anymore because Vanessa's having sex too loud. Mm -hmm. Um, So she goes and stays at the Yale Club, which I guess is, like, a hotel or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it's something like a YMCA, but for Yale.
1: Yeah, the Yale MCA (laughs) It's fun to stay at the Yale MCA. Um, yeah, so she's she's staying there and she meets this guy named Lord Marcus. Shout out to lord. lord Marcus. Shout out Lord Marcus. And he's like, he's yeah, a lord in Britain, I guess UK. I don't sure. know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't know he's, anything about that. He's some lord somewhere, um, and he's like a a taller, like smarter. Like he's basically like Nate two point, right? Like, yeah, like and he does also like on the
0: lacrosse team at Yale. Yeah. like he just graduated from Yale. yeah, of course, like it's always the thing that bothers me with these books where like they meet, and she's like, I'm in high school and he's like, I just graduated college. <laughs> Let's go get a beer. And it's like, what do you like, yeah, and also like
1: he would like want to talk to her,
0: yes, you know, like, I'm like, you imagine. wouldn't yeah, um like,
1: that's a I very even, big age gap.
0: I was just on the phone with friend of friend of the pod Michelle Castro and she was telling me a harrowing story about hanging out with a 22-year-old boy the other night mm-hmm. and you know I kind of was making fun of her and being like Michelle you know like we're we're two and a half years older than this person right. like it, it's not and but she is right that it's like yeah. she's like yeah but he was like telling me about like his classes and I was like yeah that's <laughs> like that is, I don't know. Like, the difference is stark. I would never, uh, especially not take out, I would never take an
1: 18-year-old out for a drink. I would never do that. Right. And especially because uh, legally you cannot.
0: Isn't it, like, right. if, if
1: you legally can't do something because of age difference sometimes, then probably don't do it, probably I would say. don't do it, yeah. But, yeah. I,
0: but I think I take that out of it with things in this book because the privilege is so severe that—
1: yeah. There's also like, one point where like, like Blair, Serena, and Nate, like they like all go kind of on a double date and they all walk into the Yale club and it's like, everyone looked at them like, oh, to be 17 and irresistible. I'm like, sorry, honey. Like that's, and again, this is writing from an adult's perspective of what they think teens want to hear, which is like 17 is the fucking hottest age. Yeah. And I feel like everyone writes that and was like, well, that happened to other people, not to me, but it did happen to other people when really like. It didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, Right, unless other, it was th- abuse. Yeah, a 30-year-old was not, hopefully, not finding you irresistible. It's like, that's an age range that people find, you know,
0: easily. Like, like, I don't want to hang yeah. out. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, it's like, when you see, like, a sexy young starlet in Hollywood, they're, like, 24. Right. You know what I mean? So the age we are. Yeah, I mean. but but I'm like, but we know for a fact it does happen to people our age. It does yes. not happen to people. Irresistible is never the word there like no. people are, I, I hope we're going to use about a 17 year old the ways in especially which especially 17 year old boy i yeah. have to
0: say yeah the ways in which um you are treated as a 24 year old woman by older men mm-hmm. is like like an older like i can be with a man in his 30 40s, 30s 40s 50s and they treat me like an equal In a way that is like what like I like they treat me like I'm someone their age. You Mm -hmm. don't do that with a seventeen year old, and I'm not saying that's good. Like I'm not saying Mm -hmm. I would I would actually like sometimes like not be in a social setting with a man my father's age. Like sometimes I would actually like to not for that not to be the case. (laughs) But I have often been in situations where that is uh. in where that is the case, and I like. That doesn't happen with a 17-year-old unless somebody is, like, actively a pedophile. I don't—that was so inarticulate, but you know what I mean.
1: No, I, I know what you mean. Like, you're not—yeah, like, that—I mean, not to digress to, like, cheer for a minute. Um, digress but, like, to cheer. I mean, but, like, when they were talking about with the whole Jerry case, like, and then all-star cheer teams, like, yeah. you can be on an all-star cheer team. That, that Basically, that, that means a team that's connected to a gym. It's not connected to a— um like a college, yeah, like a club team, a club team, yeah, and you can be like, I like anywhere between like probably like ten and like yeah. forty. So yeah. there is a huge age range, and it's like, yeah, like putting like, I, and, I, and so so many parts of like social situations is like bonding with people over shared experiences, and like, and so like
0: you're either gonna feel awkward stratifies. and bad, or
1: you're gonna get taken advantage of, right? Totally. Um, and I don't want to hang out with eleven year olds. Sorry, but I, no. I don't. Um, I don't care how good they're their back tuck is or whatever (laughs) it's like they're i mean i I do actually i take that back if there are any 11 year olds that we know that can like do a a cheer routine like i would see it i I was thinking actually this summer maybe i'll try to go not go to daytona actually but i'm like i wonder if there's like cheer competitions in the chicago area that i could just go watch because they're
0: doing a cheer the show tour they're going on tour oh my god we we have to go? go yeah we have to go Okay, they're coming to, like, they're coming, I believe. I'll come down to, to you. Cincinnati. Or, yeah, or you, go to, like, like, or you can come to Columbus or somewhere like that. Genuinely, yeah. I would go because I I love how high the stakes are. I love that a girl could literally fall from the air. <laughs> like, like, and off the stage, yeah, too. Yeah, off the stage. Yeah, no, I would love to go. That seems like the Glee tour to me
1: in a good way.
0: Yeah, Um, also another thing I've been dying to do, but I feel like I can't do without being a creep is go to like a high school play in my area because Uh like high schools are always advertising plays in my area, but I feel like it's fucked up to show up if you're like not like directly.
1: Yeah. Um, we can go to like a high school Shakespeare in the park. That's fine. Yeah. If it's outdoors, I feel like like it's fine.
0: Right. I just feel like, I'm like, yes, I'm buying a ticket, but like, is it like,
1: I don't know any of these girls. Like, it's creepy for me to be here. But sometimes you need that kind. that level of um talent and emotion
0: yeah i just feel like it would i feel like it would make me and I it's feel cheaper like it would,
1: than going to a real exactly
0: theater. well that's the other thing is like the other night like this theater by our house like a community theater was doing um little shop of horrors and it was like mm-hmm. friday night we didn't have anything to do and i was like this would be so fun like Let's go. And mm-hmm. um, it was fifty dollars per ticket. No. And I'm like, yeah. in fucking Columbus, Ohio, you want me to pay fifty dollars to see a guy who's a science teacher pretend to be Seymour? Like yeah. go fuck yourselves. Like that's no. like that's ridiculous. But I am they are doing Spring Awakening and they are doing full nudity. And <gasps> so uh You have to go. Yeah,
1: we are gonna go. It's in like So a couple cheer weeks. cheer live. Yeah. Oh my god. We're going, Sophie. We are going to cover this. You know, we said we were going to do a live show in July, but you know, cancel it. Do cheer live yeah, We're gonna. We're gonna. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna. Yeah. We'll talk about this. We'll talk yeah. We'll about talk this. about offline, but maybe cheer um, cheer in. Yeah. Um. So anyway, with Blair, she's dating this Marcus guy. This is honestly the main part that I liked about this book is that her and Serena both get Oscar de la Renta suits, and they sounded really cute. Like yeah, Oscar de la Renta suits for graduation. I was like, that's fun. Um, And then at the end of the book, Marcus is like, basically, come to me with England. Come to England with me. Come to me. You come 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 to me me with England. With England. Um, So he's like, um, come to England, you know, um, in a few weeks, and, like, you can spend the summer with me. Great. In her mind, she's like, I'm going to marry this guy. He does seem to be legit as of right now. Yeah. Um, oh, from everything we read in this book where nothing ever matters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, when they when I when I say they get Oscar de La Renta suits, I mean that like literally like Oscar De La Renta or someone who looks exactly like him is present at the store. Right. With Blair. Like someone, the saleswoman is like, You look like a size four, and Oscar de La Renta, the real life man, is like, or maybe even a size two. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> comes and does her little fitting. Um, but Can you imagine yeah. being a
0: size four?
1: No, I was just thinking about that. I was what, like, literally, what does that look like? Honey, we cannot even, I cannot even begin to to tell you anymore. I literally like it
0: like does not compute.
1: I don't think my body, I mean, I, unless the last time I was like that size range was like sophomore year of college. And I don't think my body was like fully developed at that point. Yeah, you know, and that's not, that's no shame on anyone. If you, this is the other thing I was thinking is I was like, it's so wild to me that there are so like, when you look at like TikTok politics of body sizing, it is so based on literally the number in your clothes. Yes. And I'm like, uh, a two on me would look so much different than a two on someone who's like four nine. That's always exactly. very odd to me because I'm like, there's a huge range of of yeah. of heights for women's fashion and it doesn't line up, but- I digress. Um, if you're a size four and you have an Oscar de la Renta white suit, uh, we would love to see it. We Anyone who wore a suit to graduation, because they don't have to wear gowns. They just get to wear the whatever they want. And I'm like, that's kind of fun. I, I, in theory, you maybe could wear a suit under your gown. Um, but that, that's a really cool girl move. Yes. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the book, Blair and Serena are, um, they kiss in a very weird moment. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it, Sophie. Well, they're kind of like,
0: aren't they kind they of, like, sort make of like, yeah, like they had been fighting this entire book and then they're like, you know what, what, like, let's just put everything aside. Like they kind of do this whole thing where it's like, you know, graduation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's all this tension because they both auditioned for breakfast at Fred's, which mm-hmm. horrible movie title. I don't want to know who Fred is and I don't want to eat breakfast at his house. Also, I was like, um, why is there an open casting call? Uh, because for the sake of the book, there has to be an open casting call, you know, right. it's
1: like, and, and it has to be between the two of them somehow. Right. And they were like, and, they describe Serena as a really good actress. So I'm like, is that, I guess she is.
0: I guess, because they're telling us she is, I guess we, we yeah. have to believe that she is, and so then they kiss, and uh, they're kind of like makeup, and Serena kisses Blair, and then goes,
1: you know you love me. N- no, no, they both go, they, Blair like turns to Serena, I, you know, what, I'm just gonna. Can I just read the passage just from the read end of this the book? Because it's like a page and a half. Because I yeah. just, it's like, I don't even know. Because this has been hinted at, but we always kind of thought that they were not gonna go through with it. Me too. Okay. Um, Nate is high on ecstasy. Oh, and he and Serena break up, and he's like hooks up with Jenny um, again. Yeah. Uh, Nate just stood between the two girls, Blair and Serena, smiling like the luckiest guy on earth. We're all too beautiful, he said by means of explanation. I can't stop kissing us. Blair met Serena's gaze. Yes, Nate was acting strange. He was off his tits, as they say in England. Still, there was something infectious about his puppy-like exuberance. They just graduated today. Why not act a little strange? And why not kiss everybody? Some of them might not be together ever again. And some of them were going to be together quite a lot. You want to see something cool? Blair asked, cocking her right eyebrow in a way that all under... All the underclassmen at Constance had spent hours trying to imitate. She stepped forward and put her hands on Serena's bare shoulders. Immediately, Serena understood what they were about to do. The two girls smiled, their heads drawing nearer and nearer to each other as if in slow motion. You know you love me, they murmured in unison before their lips met in a kiss. The room grew noticeably silent as everyone stopped to see what they were doing and turned to stare. But the two girls kept on kissing, was this some sort of gag everyone wondered? Some final senior hoax? Maybe. Maybe not. So is this like a routine so they've worked out? It's
0: I'm glad you pointed out the the Unison part of it because when yeah. I initially read it, for some reason.
1: That'd I be hot if was, only Blair said it, but it's weird no, when they both yes, say it.
0: I thought it was only Serena who said it because Yeah. I because Blair initiated the kiss, and I thought that it was like Serena was like, You know, you love me. Like, after they kiss, I don't know why I thought that that's well, because that would make more
1: sense, yeah.
0: But maybe it's like a callback to when they initially kissed that happens off camera. That we Mm -hmm. sort of like we hear the spectacleness of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean. I don't know. Like these books are so homophobic that, like, to me, it just feels like uh, girls are kissing. I think
1: we got a, a two D word count and a one F word count, and yes. we have not seen the F word before, so we have. Oh, we have. We saw the F word somewhere. I
0: remember specifically seeing it, but yeah. only like once in a, one of the earlier books. Yeah.
1: Um. Don't let her off that easy. No. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, I. I. And of course, it's probably not going to ever be mentioned again, as is the way of these no. books. But I would love if they like dated or actually fucked at some point. Yeah, seal the triangle. Like, right, exactly, and that that does make the triangle a lot more compelling. Like any yeah. love triangle that's three way is like,
0: yeah, that's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun. That's media where we experience. start actually
0: caring about a caring about a love triangle. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. Like I have. Such so, such little faith that I just read this and it felt very like when two girls kiss, it's crazy to me. And and that makes me not get into the state of then imagining yeah. like, what if they were together? What if this happened? What it, it gets me into the stage of just being like. Because it's already annoyed. kind of for
1: like in a performance setting. Right. Like, it's, like, it's They say probably it. turn Nate on. Right. Yes. Like Who's Yeah. Like, and he's so fucking high that like. It literally feels like this is, they're like, if you do it in front of a guy, it's hot. But if you don't, it's disgusting and you're, you're. And you're going to hell. You're a lesbo fucking cunt. Yeah. Yeah. And, And that's literally like, I think we've talked about this before, but I don't think this woman, and we'll see, I would love to be proved wrong, but I don't think she can hold in her mind the idea that like true bisexuality exists. No. Because and a lot, of course, a lot of because her mind is like lesbian equals ugly. Like that is the the phrase we get us or the line of thought we get again and again in these books. So this to me is like, even though we got such like interesting like hints of Blair being romantically interested in Serena in the first book, those kind yeah. of went away. So I would love to be proven wrong and I really hope that they expand on this, but the setting for it, it would have been so much more effective if it was just like them alone. Yeah. Um. This right. makes it hard to read and there's like plausible deniability. Well, here's the thing. From the that publisher, maybe. I little, don't know.
0: That little section begins with, it was graduation day and everyone was acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Why not act crazy? And it's like, yeah. So that tints the whole following right. passage of being like this is what acting crazy looks like. It looks like kissing another girl
1: when you memorize a phrase to say before you kiss that unlocks right. the kiss,
0: right? That somehow makes like. But I have a question that I didn't consider before: is them saying "you know you love me" is, is that revealing um, that they're Gossip Girl or something? Is that them referencing that they know what Gossip Girl is? Does Gossip Girl say, you know, you love me in the books?
1: Or is that from the TV? I think she does say it in the book. That's another good point of why this probably was set up to be the finale of all these books. And they're like, no, you're making too much money. We want to continue them. Um, Yeah. Because ending it with, you know, you love me. And does Serena or Blair say it at some point in the first book too? It's like a phrase that might be repeated know. a few times. It um, might
0: be some kind of like refrain. And we're
1: scholars, so, you know. <laughs> we are,
0: and we're not we should acting know in
1: like this. It. No, we are um, not acting in our scholarly duty today. But um, No,
0: I don't know. I just, I, I'm really trying, I'm really trying. Like, I, I know how annoying this podcast can be when over and over again, I'm just like, I hate this central media property, but like, there's just so much about it that literally does not make sense to me. And maybe it's because I read – I did not read these books as a child. Right. Like, one of my books – We have no emotional
1: connection to them as we no, do to I've, the Click and Pretty Little right. Liars. So I
0: have a I have a really hard time, like, placing it and
1: also, like, literally just, like, making sense of the plot. It can be very disorienting. And these books – there are yes. typos in these books. The, yes. They were not as um, – like, I think the Click and Pretty Little Liars went through a lot more quality control even in their later, um, yeah, well, because you know, whatever. More people
0: were working at the publishing company by that point. Like, I literally think it's, like, infrastructure-based. Right. Yeah. These, it's, they're hard to read. Uh, it also is, like, one of those things where, like, it's kind of, like, to me, like, one of my, even though, obviously, last episode we talked about liking the show Girls, mm-hmm. one of my central issues with the show Girls is that, They always were like, oh, like, Hannah, Shoshana, Marnie, and Jessa are a friend group. And it's like, tell me when they ever hang out. Like, they literally don't. And it's, I have a similar issue with these books where they're like, everybody is friends. This is all one big friend group. And it's like, I literally, like, they're literally not. Like, they literally are never together except in scenes where it's convenient for them to be together. And then I'm like, what? Like, you're literally, like, you're— trying to get us to do work to invent these relationships instead of, like, making them organic. Like, when Blair in this book calls Chuck to come pick her up from Vanessa's house in his, like, nice car. And then he, like, hits on her. Yes. I love that scene. And sweeties, in it too. Because he's so funny. Yeah. Because the the monkey is there. Monkey like, there whole
1: book. Monkey there. Monkey whole there book. whole book.
0: And that's <laughs> and that's my point of view. For once, I'm. That's me telling my fucking side of the story. For yeah. once, is that the monkey is there the entire monkey book. there whole book. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey there whole book. And, uh, but it's like, I literally felt like I got whiplash. I was like, wait, right? She's calling Chuck. I was like, going through my mind. I was like, being like, what is like. How does she know Chuck? Like, yeah, I, I had to go back in time almost mm-hmm. to try to understand why, when she wanted to move, yeah, she why call she Chuck. and and it, t- and it gives a us a reason. It's like because Chuck has a car, but I'm like, but you have to know somebody to know that they don't have a car. And as far yeah. as we're concerned, the only times they have seen Chuck for fucking ten books at this point is when Chuck has like. Literally shoehorned himself into a conversation at a party, like that doesn't right. connote knowing that he has a car. But I guess you know, I've called people to do errands for me before who I knew. But had also, cars she's rich;
1: she can call. Hey, a no, cab. I can call a
0: cab. That's yeah. I'm so confused.
1: Uh, it's it's a little it's a little bonkers. Um, I am interested to see if kind of that improves or gets worse with the ghost writer. Oh, God. like I How- think I do think there's a chance that they could get a little simpler and hopefully that would be more readable because the yeah. plot wouldn't be so, like, convoluted. And I, would, I, and I also would hope that we cut down because there'll be no Jenny. I hope no Chuck. Yeah, Maybe Vanessa will be Chuck gone. will
0: absolutely be there. Yeah. Vanessa will absolutely be there. This yeah. is all
1: wishful thinking. But no Jenny. No Jenny. And that was, no like, a Jenny. big time suck, I think. <laughs> and keeping track of Jenny's friends, I was like, girl, that's a whole that, other book. That is labor. Yeah. Keeping track of Jenny's friends is labor. And Jenny trauma dumping on us. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I will say, I will say that I think that with a ghostwriter, there's a power dynamic shift wherein, you know, Cecily von Zegaser owned this property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if they wanted to tell her to do certain things, that was a dialogue rather than with a ghostwriter. Here you're just like, Chuck get monkey. The book is about Chuck that. Chuck it, monkey, yeah. Don't ask me any fucking questions. And you can just like you know cross out the things you don't want.
1: But do I trust the alloy book gods more than I trust Cecily? Yes. Yes. So that's yes. why I'm like yeah. no, we exactly. might get that's crazy a, in a good way. Yeah, I'm
0: a, I'm agreeing with you. I yeah. think that I think that that relationship it's you know more of like a a hired gun rather than oh, Mm -hmm. Gossip Girl's her art. It's like, we might finally get some fucking movement for once. Yeah. We might actually, they might actually come in and be like, hey, the characters know what Gossip Girl
1: is. Yeah. And speaking of movement, we got to cover Nate's storyline, which is that he's crying the whole time and then he steals Viagra from his coach and gets his diploma withheld because the coach like reports that someone stole his Viagra, which was so funny to me because what adult is like, Someone stole this Viagra that I keep at work. Well, <laughs> time to sue. Yeah. Um. He's like, I have yeah. really high, you know, prescription co-pays or whatever.
0: If uh, if we talked about this when we talked about book club, mm-hmm. which is this trend of like, like joke of like somebody like somebody taking Viagra who is not supposed to be taking Viagra.
1: Yeah. But this this to me like this this was so deeply sad. Nate is crying the whole book. And it's like, for this whole series, all we've been saying is Nate needs, like, serious psychological help.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And he's not getting it. No. He's just going to go to Yale and be on the fucking lacrosse team.
1: He's literally taking Viagra because he's having trouble, like, he's having erectile dysfunction problems because he's crying all the time. We don't even get a funny scene where he has, like, a boner in an inappropriate situation.
0: Well, kind of when they go shopping, and he just like wants to fuck the whole, time.
1: but then they do they just fuck, and the sales girl like walks in on them and they're like, she can't do anything about it since Serena's so rich <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, these teens are like fucking like on your uh merchandise. It's my worst like I one time when I worked
0: at a I worked at a restaurant in high school and two people went to go have sex in the bathroom and they sent me in. I was fifteen or sixteen. they sent me in to. I could break it up which I think might be like illegal abuse right was this at noodles and Company?
1: you didn't work there I
0: never worked at noodles and company that was only where we went to go I'm so sorry try to buy drugs Um,
1: yeah why why would they not just like why would you just like knock on the door
0: they thought they were like they told me to go in and knock on the door that's and my mean. dog had died that day, and I started
1: crying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cause especially because the couple that was having sex was your parents. And they said, we're so happy that fucking dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, I'm telling the story, and I, and I leave out the crucial detail that it literally was my responsibility. Because, like, my parents got drunk at the restaurant yeah. I worked at and went to fuck in the bathroom because they were so happy the dog was dead. No. to No, your prepared, parents would never be
1: happy a dog was dead.
0: No. They'd be more happy if, like... <laughs> A human died. Um, if you oh. yeah, literally. My parents, they would be happier. No, that's so rude. No, that's, that's so, so rude. I can't even conjure that darkness. No. Um, but uh, yes, my dog had died that day. Then these like two drunk idiots went to go fuck in the bathroom at my work, and they were like, "Hey, can you go like knock on the door and like try to get them to stop fucking?" What and, restaurant
1: was this? Was it was a lo- a chain.
0: No, I'll tell you afterwards. It's oh, a local it starts Cincinnati. with an A. It starts with an A. Okay, local yes, Cincinnati so I establishment. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Uh, not surprising. No, um, but yeah, it was uh, and I started crying, and they were like, "Well, you didn't tell us your dog died.
1: <laughs> you should have told
0: us." And I was like, "Okay, well, like, I'm what fucking, are you gonna? What are you
1: supposed to say?" I like like. How do you bring that up? Do you know what I mean?
0: Like, be like, "Hey guys, just treat me nicely today. At work uh, at work where I usually get yelled at anyway, um, mm-hmm. because my dog died. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so sad. It make mean, it literally breaks my heart thinking about it. That was such a and if anyone so likes to be
1: nice to you, it's other people who work at the same restaurant you do.
0: Not when you're the like when you're the like youngest. Person. No, I'm joking. Like, I've never yeah, been. No, no exa- one has ever. Yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> people.
1: Maybe if like, you're. Cooler than us, people at are nice At good
0: restaurants, too. at at a good place you work, everyone will be nice to each other. If, if you're working place, at
1: Scotty's Brew House, no,
0: yeah, everyone's just like
1: actively bullying
0: each yeah. other and also like trying to fuck each other. Except when you're like a chubby high schooler and everybody's like, "Yeah, we hate you." Yeah. Um. Anyway, don't fucking public.
1: Don't fucking public. Um. You know, we'll get to see what these next books will be. I'm assuming. We'll have to read at least one of the It Girls. We'll be the ones to make that decision. Uh, I won't let Cecily bully us if they're totally, totally unreadable. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's like... I'd rather just switch to... Because I don't think that it's the same thing with, like, The Click and Alphas. Like, Alphas is a four-book series, and that's... Yeah, like, I think the It Girls yeah. is a
0: full series.
1: Yeah, that's like a... a I'd be yeah. willing to
0: read one to give it a chance. Right. Like, I just really don't... like. I don't want to be in a – we did not know about the Gossip Girl books, really, and now we're in this situation where we're reading them on the podcast, which I'm enjoying doing, like, as the podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, I don't want to be in another situation where we feel the need to finish a series that is, like like, –
1: like, that is not good. (laughs) Right. I think because it's a difference because even with, like, The Click and Pretty Little Liars, like, I think The Click – part of our issue there was we were very new to podcasting um, the – a pandemic, which is something neither of us had ever experienced, had started. Sure, and I think it, it became more of it wasn't that I didn't enjoy them, but there there was a lack of content to talk about. Yes, Pretty Little Liars, I still enjoyed reading yeah, even when it got crazy, but because they were, you know, I I like Pretty Little Liars, and um, they were really like long, honestly, for like books, but it was okay because for children's books, but they they yes. were they were fun to read. Yeah. Um, but then with this one, it's like the quality control is worse i'm often offended by the content within yeah. it in, a, in a in a legitimate in a bad way, way not a, yeah, yeah yeah so um but we'll see maybe maybe the ghostwriter will get there put their gussy into it so put their whole gussy into it yeah, yeah. Uh, but until then uh
0: i'm sophie that's franny this is girls like us you can find us on social media at Girls Like Us Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our Patreon where we absolutely don't talk about the Gossip Girl books and mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun. Um at patreon. be a new episode com. out yes. Tuesday. Uh, Patreon.com slash Girls Like Us Show. Lots of stuff going on over there. Uh, come on in and join the fun. And as always, you can check out our Frolic Media Sorority Sisters at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify now. Give us five stars, um, please. If you have anything negative, I guess you can keep it to our email uh yeah. which <laughs> I'm not just say but just so you guys know
1: it's not sent anonymously
0: it's not oh this is a big thing i want to say is if you send us a, a an email that you certainly construct as an anonymous email uh it's not because it's, so the be platform careful. of email yeah definitely be careful uh we brought this up in the past when people dox themselves uh by sending us their addresses over voice memos uh also, just remember, you know, like when you send an email, it comes from your email address. I don't know how to make that any <laughs> Um And thank you to our amazing producer, Camden Stacy, and to the wickedly talented one and only Leggy who provides our theme music. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day. Love you. Day. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye.